0: Greetings and salutations to you all. Welcome to our second episode of The Owner Insight with KRS Holdings. The main topic for today's episode is refinancing. Is now the right time?
1: With us today, we have two special guests, Katie McGovern, the Assistant Director of Finance for KRS Holdings, and Frank Bezosa, VP of Commercial Lending at Essex Bank.
0: For those of you who I have not worked with, my name is Mary Shaw, and I am the manager of client and resident relations here at KRS. And I'm Radiance Cooper, the client relations specialist. Before we dive into the main event, let's talk about this week's hot topic in property management, the extension of the eviction moratorium. The eviction moratorium has been extended to the end of June, meaning that landlords cannot evict tenants for non-payment of rent through the end of June, 2021 we're still trying to get possession for as many delinquent properties as possible. For those that don't know, possession from the courts is what gives us the right to file for an eviction. However, with COVID restrictions, continuances and dismissals are at an all time high. At this time, we do not anticipate another extension. With President Biden saying that all American adults will be vaccine eligible by April 19th, it is unlikely that federal organizations will want to extend. I could be wrong, but I think that is where we are. Alright, now keep
1: in mind, you do still have the option to evict your tenant for not vacating at the end of their lease term, however, this is at a cost to you, the landlord. If you're interested in pursuing this route, you can contact us at owner at krsholdings.com for more information.
0: Now, this is a big shift from last month's exciting news about the availability of more funds for rent relief. How are things going with current rent relief collections, Radiance? Things
1: are going very well we are still contacting delinquent tenants and processing applications and application amendments on behalf of our clients daily and continuing to receive funds from VHDA.
0: All right, that concludes Hot Topics in Property Management. Do you have a question that you feel could benefit yourself or other property owners have answered? If you would like a chance to have your question answered on upcoming episodes of The Owner Insight, please send them over to owner at krsholdings.com. We will try to get in as many questions as possible, but submission is not a guarantee of on-air answering. That's right, folks. We ask that you please remain patient as we try to address questions that come into the KRS Owner inbox.
1: Now let's jump into today's title topic and Q&A.
0: Joining us first, we have Katie McGovern, the Assistant Director of Finance for KRS Holdings. How are you doing today, Katie?
2: I am fantastic. How are you guys? Pretty good. Doing great, thank you.
1: All right, Katie. Well, tell us a little bit about what you do with KRS and how long you've been with the company.
2: Sure. So this is actually my 15th year here at KRS. Wow. Yeah. Hard to believe sometimes. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you can probably imagine, that means I've worn lots and lots of hats around here. Um, My role right now has me working a lot on acquisitions, um, some optimization of company processes, and then I also assist with asset management for some of our large investors.
1: Well, a lot on your plate. Um, so since COVID hit uh, in what, 20, 2020, um, have you been <laughs> keeping busy during the pandemic? You lose track of time.
2: <laughs> yeah, I can tell you it's gone by fast. Um, it has not been hard to, to stay busy. I have three kids at home. Um, so we have lots going on. All right,
1: so how do you keep your kids busy during these times?
2: That's a, that's a challenge right there. <laughs> um, our, our favorite thing, honestly, is we, we go for walks around the neighborhood. That kind of started at the beginning of the pandemic, and it's it stuck around, thankfully. So that's a nice little, nice little routine that we have.
0: Yeah, getting outside, getting some sunlight, just moving around and not being trapped indoors is an incredible treat. Yeah, <laughs> unless pops. you have
1: allergies, too.
0: <laughs> True. The pollen is crazy right now. It is. Yeah. Let's dive into the first portion of the Q&A. So the first question that comes to my mind, is refinancing even an option for a rental home?
2: So absolutely. Uh, Refinancing a rental property is is very similar to refinancing your primary residence.
0: So I'm sure people want to know, what are some of the benefits to refinancing?
2: Yeah, so just like with a personal home again, uh, the benefit to refinancing is typically to get a more attractive interest rate. Uh, What that means is that you're able to refinance to a loan with a lower interest rate. You'll save money on your monthly interest payment.
1: All right. So now that we understand the benefits of refinancing, when does it make sense for someone to refinance their home?
2: Well, so there are a lot of variables to consider when looking at refinancing. So, you know, when it makes sense probably depends on what you are trying to achieve. Um, If you want to look at lowering your rate, It would be a pretty simple comparison of, you know, what rates are available out there in the market versus what you're currently paying. Um, There could also be another investor out there that doesn't care as much about their monthly payment and would rather a different term, say a 15-year mortgage rather than a 30-year so that they can pay it off more quickly. Um, So my advice would be, you know, do your homework, know what you currently have in place and what you're trying to achieve, and then you can really analyze whether it's a good deal for you.
1: Okay, great information. So now here is a very important question that I'm sure everyone wants to know. How much can our owners save if they choose to refinance?
2: Oh, that's the, that's the million-dollar question. <laughs> um, I wish I could give an answer here. But it, it really, it all depends on their loan amount and their rate. So it's, it's best to speak with a reputable lender, go through specifics, and find out exactly what their options give them in terms of savings.
0: So here's what I want to know. Um, this all sounds great so far, but I'm not a big paperwork person and processes make me nervous. So how long is the refinance process? Because I know a lot of our owners are very busy and time is a very important, um, matter for them.
2: So this is a tough one too. Uh, it's not a painless process here. Um, no one likes to, to have a bunch of paperwork, but there is some legwork there in terms of document requests, uh, that go back and forth with the lender. So you just, you really have to keep in mind why you started the process, um, whether it's to save money or change your term, and that it'll all be worth it in the end. So the time frame, hard to say, but maybe 60 to 90 days is a good estimate.
1: Perfect. And actually, you're helping me, too, because I just started the refinance process in my house. Me, probably too. Probably, like, two days hey. ago. So
2: hey.
1: <laughs> it's very informative. So what did they
2: tell you? How many days?
1: Um, they haven't told us days. All we've done so far is upload a document. So okay. <laughs> we haven't done anything else yet, but... Just started two days ago, so hopefully it won't be too long. Okay. Um, but Katie, I want to thank you so much for joining us today. You provided some great information.
0: You're welcome. So we're talking about refinancing. Joining us now is special guest Frank Bezosa. He is the VP of Commercial Lending at Essex Bank.
1: Hi, Frank. Thank you for joining us today. Tell us a little bit about yourself.
3: Yeah, thank you, ladies. I appreciate the invite this morning. Uh, I've got a background originally from Syracuse, New York and uh, attended the State University of New York at Oswego, have a degree in marketing and economics. I've been a real estate investor for about the last 25 years, and also uh, commercial lending for about the same time, and um, do a couple other things outside the bank as well.
0: So as we all know, things have been very different since the onset of the pandemic. What have you been doing to keep yourself occupied?
3: Well, as you know, I am alluded to, I am a real estate investor, so I do have a passion for helping people not only finance their properties, but also increase my portfolio as well. So we've been doing a lot of real estate search, if you will, and uh, also I'm an avid golfer. So whenever the weather is nice, we get to hit the, hit the ball a little bit.
1: There we go. How long have you been playing golf?
3: About twenty years now. A long so, time yes, experience. Yes, ma'am. Nice. Yes, ma'am. Nice.
1: All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into these questions. Qualifications. A lot of people want to know. What do our owners need to qualify for refinancing?
3: Well, typically, uh, what we do is we analyze the property first. We want the property to have a not to get into the nitty-gritty too much, but we like the property to have a cash flow of about a 125 or a 130 debt coverage. And what that means is for every dollar 25 that you have coming in in income, that no more than a dollar is going out in total expenses, including the mortgage payment. So um, next thing we do uh, is we look at the total person's income and expenses so you take the individual first we look at the property then we look at the individual and we use that same formula to determine the debt ratio for the individual as the guarantor because all the loans that we originate have a personal guarantee uh, with it so you can borrow in an LLC however you are personally going to guarantee that loan
1: wow All right, so let's. I'm sure there's a lot of paperwork that's involved with that. Um, What type type of documentation is needed in order to refinance?
3: Well, typically, you'd you'd be surprised. Unlike financing your primary residence, uh, getting a commercial loan these days is probably easier than financing your own home. Wow. Uh, Typically, we're looking for two to three years of personal tax returns and two to three years on any LLCs or any companies that you may own. Uh, in addition to that, uh, we require what we call a personal financial statement, and that is simply a very simple form that outlines all of your personal assets and then all of your debt. This would include you know, cash, retirement, stocks, bonds, and then a, any personal debt you have, credit cards, mortgage, car loans, That kind of thing.
0: All right. So I'm a novice and don't know much about lending. What types of loans are offered for refinancing?
3: That's a great question. I do commercial lending. And there is a few distinct differences between, uh, you know, Johnny Mortgage Guy and a commercial (laughs) lender. (laughs) Johnny Mortgage Guy will typically do a 30-year amortization with a 30-year fixed rate or a 15-year amortization and a 15-year rate. Most commercial loans have a maximum amortization of 20 to 25 years. They also only have a five-year five fixed rate. Oh, wow. That's one of the fundamental differences between a commercial loan and a residential loan. The other difference is, with the commercial loan, I can put that loan in an LLC, okay? Whether you form that LLC today or whether you form that LLC five years from now, we can still put that loan in that LLC's name.
0: Okay. So, let's talk, I know, about one of your favorite things, cash money, (laughs) ching ching (laughs) yeah is it an option for someone to refinance just to take cash out of their rental home
3: yes absolutely uh we with today's market everyone knows it's a very 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 hot market and you know prices are up and appraisals and values are are up right now so we do have people that will do a refi cash out take the equity out of that home or that commercial piece of property and then use that to invest it in a in another in another property so we do refi cash outs all the time and we we typically look at a 75 or an 80 percent loan to value so if the appraisal comes in at a hundred thousand the typical loan max loan would be about eighty thousand
1: all right so let's say that you have a lot of that cash money headed your way what type of closing costs can someone expect when refinancing?
3: Yeah, so typical closing costs uh, run between uh, 7 and 10% of the loan amount, give or take. But typically, your loan costs with a commercial loan are your origination cost, which is usually a half to 1%. You have an appraisal, and then you typically have um, recording costs with the county or the city, and then you have attorney costs. But I like to ballpark a little bit high, so ten percent of the loan amount, uh, five—you know, like I said, seven, five percent, somewhere around there—is going to be typically the closing costs involved with that loan. Okay.
1: Um, and now I've seen this question a lot when um, we did some research on trying to, you know, get some questions together. And this is a common question, but people like to know what is the difference between interest rate and APR.
3: Yeah. So APR is the annual cost of a loan to the borrower. And that would include any fees uh, that are financed um, in that loan, such as, you know, the origination or uh, appraisals or anything that's financed in that loan. Um, APR uh, is, is a percentage. Now, the interest rate it simply does not include any of that charges. It's just whatever rate you're going to pay. That's why you'll see on the documentation that the APR is usually higher than the interest rate is because of all the fees that the loan will will incur over the life of the loan.
0: All righty. So that's a lot of good information. We really appreciate it. Um, This concludes the Q&A segment. We want to thank you for your time today, Frank. We really, really appreciate it. I would also like to thank Katie again as well. Both of your insights were incredibly helpful in unpacking rental home refinancing. Thank you.
3: Thank you for having me. Of course.
1: And now it's time for a real Real estate update.
0: For each real estate update, we will highlight our monthly single-family homeowner article. On last month's episode of The Owner Insight, we talked about spring maintenance. We interviewed Mark and Brian, who both work for maintenance here at KRS. In this month's real estate update, we're going to throw it back to spring maintenance. If you could not tell, spring maintenance is very, very important.
1: Yes, it is. In our most recent article, there is a checklist for success for making sure your rental is ready this spring. Let's go over some of the key takeaways from that article. Inspect your roof. Your roof is the first line of defense against water damage. Avoid risking water damage inside your home by catching and repairing defects.
0: Pest prevention. Spring is an excellent time to initiate an exam of your property every few months for signs of infestations. The cost to avoid the problem is far less than the losses incurred from tenants moving out due to pests and a negative blow to your cash flow and business reputation. A lot of our clients wonder if they're responsible for pest control. The short answer is yes, you are even if the property is occupied. In the VRLTA, the governing body of laws for landlord and tenant relations, it is plainly stated that pest control is the responsibility of the landlord. Now there are exceptions to this, but we can talk about that in another episode. And the old adage holds true. An ounce of prevention is worth a
1: pound of cure. Spring is a perfect time to give your rental property a routine inspection to avoid expensive maintenance down the road. Give your tenants a disaster free experience and keep your
0: investment property in tip top shape. If you have any questions about setting up inspections of your property or spring maintenance in general, you can shoot an email to maintenance at krsholdings.com. So that wraps up this month's real Real estate Estate Update. update. If you have not already, make sure you listen to last month's episode of the Owner Insight available on the KRS Holdings website, Spotify, Apple, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Now we want to
1: take the time to thank our owners for tuning in today. Please be sure to check us out next month when we interview Dana Ross, our Administrative Services Manager, to talk about the court process.
0: Do you have any questions that you are dying to have answered by our team? Please send them over to owner at krsholdings.com for a chance to have it addressed on upcoming episodes of The Owner Insight. Well, that's it for us today, folks. We hope that you come back and join us next month.
1: And thank you for allowing us to make your property profitable.
0: Until next time, be Be well. well.